You know what, Jamie? Let's pop off right now. We gotta get started. We gotta go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get the people in the chat. Hello everyone and welcome to Hit and Hustle from irishsportsdaily.com. I'm your host Greg Flamong and with me as always is Jamie Uyama, Mr. Jamie University. It is Thursday, January 18th and uh, we're, we're going head first into 2025 recruiting today, Jamie. We haven't really talked 2025 recruiting yet and this is kind of a kickoff kickoff to that uh, into the offseason. Things are really starting to heat up. Notre Dame's already had 14 commitments so the, the coaching staff is, has They've they've gone headfirst into 2025 recruiting already, but this is kind of our kickoff to that. So uh, we're going to talk about that. Notre Dame's got a huge Junior Day showcase coming up this weekend in South Bend. When you got a lot of uh, really talented recruits on campus, especially this corner class, you know, I, these corners, Jamie, they, they've they've got some real dudes coming on campus this weekend. And we're going to talk about those guys. We're going to talk um, look at some highlights of those players. They want to talk about the 2025 recruiting outlook. So thank you everyone for tuning in. If this is your first time catching us, or if you you watch us a lot, you haven't done so already, uh, please subscribe to this channel. Uh, please hit the like button on this show and please hit the notification bell. So you know, whenever it is, we are going live. If you prefer the podcast format of this show, links to that pod are in the description below. Jamie, um, the Notre Dame football team is looking to upgrade their uh, they're looking to upgrade their roster. And what you can do to upgrade your wardrobe and your dress shirt game is head over to esqclothing.com, which is founded uh, or was created by a uh, Notre Dame alum, uh, Ga Wang. Uh, he's created the world's first bamboo dress shirt crafted from high quality bamboo fabric. It's the softest and most comfortable shirt you'll ever put on. Not only more sustainable than cotton, but also feels cooler in machine you've seen uh esq bamboo dress shirt on all of your favorite notre dame players and coaches and it's the perfect shirt for today's business meeting or heading for a night out use isd 15 and get 15 percent off all online items that's isd 15 for 15 percent off uh jamie before we um get into who's coming and and uh you know things of that nature uh Notre Dame sitting at 14 commitments, I believe, on one of the services. I'm not sure if it's 247 or, or if it's on three or what, but they are. Um, they're ranked number one in the nation, but I think that that has a lot to do with volume. I think it's 247 uh, so, and rivals. They're both number one. Okay, so that's good. Uh, wh- where do you, where do you see the the, the 2014 uh, 2024 class right now? And then, uh, where, yeah, 2025. Sorry about that. And where they need to be going, uh, you know, moving forward here. What, what do they need to add? Uh, one, you know, like everybody knows those, uh, where they're ranked, it, it means nothing, absolutely nothing right, right now. Right. Um, but I mean, what it does mean is that they're off to a good start. You know, I think yeah. that that is fair. Uh, you know, they're off to a good start. And I think you can look at it from like, uh, if you're just looking for your, from pure composite rankings perspective, they, you know, they got nine, four stars and they got five, three stars. Right. And I think, so that's obviously good you know and uh i know there's other people there by the way i should mention too somebody uh in the comments last time mentioned like you know don't even respond to xander cruz because he's uh 
seems to disrupt the show. And I think it's right. If Xander Cruz comes in again, I think we should ban him from the chat because if he's he seems to be just disrupting people and it takes away from the show and it takes away from the people who want to actually ask questions. So, uh, yeah, we don't really need that. So I think, uh, you know, just making an executive decision there that uh, oh, okay. we don't really need. We don't really need people like that who's doing it. We appreciate him listening to the show. Have fun and listen. Don't come in and disrupt the chat like that. It's it's, it's unfair. Uh, so, okay. anyways, I'll just say that I, I think the class, you know, is a good one. It's like, it's a good start. I mean, I'm really, I'm a big fan of, I mean, obviously Deuce Knight is a, to me, like when you, when you're looking, when you're kind of building a class, you want to have your quarterback be the crown jewel. That's a very good thing. That's always right. a good thing. I think he's an outstanding prospect. Uh, super exciting. Has a chance to be one of the most exciting players in college football. I really like, I really like the top of the class. Like I, I like Ivan Taylor at, at safety. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I think Will Black is severely underrated as, as a potential left tackle. Uh, James Flanagan is a really, really exciting tight end prospect. I actually like him better than the previous commitment that they had, Nate Roberts. I think he's a better athlete than him. Um, just, just uh, you know, more potential after the catch, uh, and a little bit grittier too, to be honest. Um, and they have a bunch of quality players in there. Now, I think that you can look at it where there's certainly guys that I would like you're you're projecting a lot with, with some of these guys in mm-hmm. terms of where they're at. They like they have certain traits that you really like, but you're like, okay, well, this guy's maybe not playing that position that he's going to play later on. Um you know, how's he going to fit? Maybe you want to see kind of a little bit more from like the film that kind of, you know, translates to what, um, you know, you're going to see at Notre Dame. Um, at the same time, I think it's really notable. And I mentioned this in Six Thoughts today that um, there are uh, eight of the 14 commits worked out at camp. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were they were there last year. Right. They were they were there last year. And so it's not just that you go there and you earn offers. Um, That certainly happens. But also, too, a lot of times these guys have offers, but they decide like, okay, we're we're not going to push for this guy or we are going to take him or this guy becomes a priority. or He doesn't. And because you go to camp and you get verified uh, measurables, right, you get testing, you get, you know, like arm length you know, hand size, all these things that kind of translate to um, projecting them going forward. Plus you get coachability, how they fit in, how these guys work, what, how they respond to kind of adversity in camp. Maybe Mm -hmm. they have not have a good rep. What's the next rep like all of these certain things. And that's something that I just think just really is, you know, important to remember with a lot of these guys where, um, you know, over half the class, you know, showed out at camp. And if you look at the previous class, they had nine total out of 23. So you're already kind of on a, you know, percentage wise, it's way higher percentage. And we'll see, I think, I mean, I don't think there's going to be a super high number of guys that are going to be guys who had camped at Notre Dame the rest of the way, because some of these other guys, you know, especially from this junior day, I mean, there's still some there, but they're, you know, it's not as many if you're looking at some of these guys, but Mm -hmm. still it's going to be like, 
I, I think, you know, there's a good chance again, half the class has, has worked out on campus at Notre Dame. And I think that's a very good thing. Right. And you want to, uh, you want to, um, of course. Uh, just... Yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah. right. So, uh, so you, you want to be able to look at these guys, right? And you want to be able to, um, you know, you, you want to be able to evaluate them and you want to be able to, like you said, get eyes on them, right? Like that's the best thing you can do, right? Get, get them in, in your situation. And like you said, see how they react to things. And, and that's and that's how we're going to – that's that's a good way for the staff to operate, right? So you want to do that, right? And that's why it's important to get these guys on campus, right? Uh, even, even like the players who are just kind of like no-brainer takes. Like you want to get them on campus too to see how they interact with the coaches, with the other commits. Like there's a ton of commits that are going to be on campus this weekend. How they fit, exactly. So, so you want to get guys like that, uh, you know, around the team, around the program, and in the fold, and that, and things of that nature. Um, you talked about Deuce Knight. Let, let's let's throw up some Deuce Knight highlights right now. And here's the thing, Jamie. Like Deuce, the the thing about Deuce is like you look at him, and it's like, man, that's what an what an athlete, right? But it was hard for me to project him into the kind of offense that Notre Dame runs under or ran i should say under like jared parker and tommy reese what they were doing before right now that they have mike denbrock around now it's like super easy to see how he would operate um in that kind of system so we'll throw up some highlights here you're gonna see a lot of like you're gonna see a lot of passing obviously this is a play action pass you're gonna see the uh you're gonna see the athleticism the ability to run the size yeah. right how dynamic he is right and um you know, so there's like so much there, and it's just like you can absolutely see this working out in a Mike Denbrock system. Some of the sets they're doing, he runs some um, some zone read stuff where he's he's the quarterback on on the run play. Um, the only thing you don't really see out of him, or at least like I didn't see, was like any a lot of work in the RPO game, right? So he's going to be a little green in that area, and you're gonna so you're gonna have to work with him on that, but. Some of this other stuff, Jamie, it just it just pops. It's just the type of athlete that he is. Yeah, well, he I mean, last spring, so this is last spring, so a year ago, uh, he he ran a four five three forty, and had a forty one point nine inch vertical. Yeah, and uh, name me another quarterback who uh, who who has those kind of testing numbers. They're just it's not there, right? So yeah. I think when you're talking about and you see it obviously hit with him as a runner. And kind of his dynamic dynamicism is that the right word? I, I think that's right. I think that's right. Okay. We'll Anyways, um, you see his dynamic ability to run the football, and when people say like, "Well, you know, Mike Denbrock's not going to have Jaden Daniels," this guy kind of has Jaden Daniels, you know, like right. in in, yeah. in that sense as an athlete. And I think you see like that those kind of throws too, where you're like, "This guy's just not a runner." You see the touch. I, I think one of the things that kind of stands out to me from his junior film, and I think I don't think one thing I would say that is is kind of a knock against him is I don't think he throws the ball on the move as well as I would like to see him, especially mm. for a guy who I think can get out of the pocket pocket. So I think mechanically there's some things there that I think he can kind of approve. Like um maybe he he you know tries to kind of place it a little bit too much when he's um outside of the pocket. But I think inside the pocket, I see a lot of throws where, man, he makes a really lot of like good ball placement throws where like this is the only spot this guy can catch it. And you're like, 
wow, that's a really good throw where you like, maybe you look at, if you just look at it offhand, you'd say, man, that's not like the most accurate throw, but it's like really low and away was like where it had to be because of the coverage. And that's like advanced stuff. That's really advanced stuff. So that's to me, um, I think probably one of the most encouraging things is that you see that kind of thing with his arm and his accuracy um, that um, are, you know, better than certainly than most, uh, you know, you know, athletic dual threats like him. Yeah. And I think there's a difference between raw in terms of like going through progressions and yeah. the types of route concepts that your offense is running in raw in, in terms of like being able to throw. So I don't think he has a problem throwing the ball. He, I don't think that's the issue, right? Like you said, he'll put the ball where he needs to put it. You know, it's just that I don't, I don't think they run the kind of offense where it's like, he's going through multiple progressions. Right. And yeah. that's fine. Like that's a lot of high school players. Um, and obviously that can be made up for um, in college and with the fact that he's such a good athlete. I mean, the size, too. That's the other yeah. thing. It's one thing to be like an athlete. It's another thing to be that big. You know, yeah. like I think he was shake some guys in the pocket. Like, yeah, like he had like a national level. I think it was high jump or triple jump. He had some jump where it was like, I was like, dude, this, this, he's like third nationally in like the high jump or something. Like it was, it, he had some yeah, crazy. I think it was high jump, yeah. Yeah, so he had some crazy metric, and it's like, dude, that's that's a real athlete. Um, so it's just like that's that's a good start to the class. Here's the other part with him. He is very much out front in terms of being the face of the 2025 class, right? And I think that every class needs someone to be doing that. When it's the quarterback, that really helps. And so he's going to be on campus this weekend um, so that's a big deal, right? Again, getting him around the other recruits. He's a committed player. He's all in at Notre Dame, right? So far, right? From everything we've seen, things can change. But from, from everything we've seen with him, he's all in on the program. He's all in Very on, much involved on in recruiting, yeah. Mark, Marcus Freeman and Mike Denbrock, very involved in recruiting. He's talking to guys. So when you have the quarterback who is, is just kind of the Pied Piper of your class, that really helps. That really, really helps. Um, Bobby S asked the question. This is a good segue into the offensive line conversation. Chances the four man O line classes, Black, Strebig, Augustine, and Lang, are they all visiting this weekend? Um, let me just check. I know a couple of those guys are definitely uh visiting. Uh, there's one that I'm not sure. So, Lang, Augustine, Strebig, so they all should be on campus, they yeah. all should be around, um, barring some change. I know there's been some weather issues for some guys. Um, which, by the way, just kind of a heads up to everyone listening. Uh, if there's a, if there are some scratches because of weather or for travel issues, then that's kind of what it is, right? Yeah. So it, it's just that's that's not abnormal, and I think on, on mostly it doesn't um, it doesn't signal anything. Uh, like I know Dalen McCutcheon, Christian reported yesterday that he was feeling he was sick, uh, he wasn't feeling very well, so he's probably not making the trip. Uh, but that's not an indication of anything. It's just practical stuff that comes up um but the four the, so let's let me put up the question again the four line class of black Strebig, uh augustine and lang um what do you think the chances are of that jamie and let's just hypothetically speaking let's just say that those guys are all in fold what kind of o-line class is Notre Dame looking at in that situation um well i i think it i mean i i think this is obviously like a huge weekend to kind of determine whether or not yeah. that could be uh 
you know, that that could be the class. Um, I certainly think um, Strebig is the one who's who's kind of bid to a million places. I mean, he's went out to visit USC during the season last year. He's like gone down south to visit places. He's gone to I believe he's gone to like all the big powers in the Midwest and all that kind of stuff, too. Um, So, you know, he's the guy that if he wanted to kind of shut it down, he easily could because it's just like he's seen a lot of places, you know, and um, I, I think if if that's where the case that could happen, Augustine obviously was a guy was like Will Black was on campus and earn, earned an offer at that same time. And I think, you know, Christian has reported that Augustine is, is Notre Dame is doing well with with, with Augustine. Lang, I don't know. I'm not sure how well, whatever. I don't know if if, if uh, you heard more on him than me, but I mean, certainly I really like him. Um, yeah. I think this is all like all those guys are really good. And I, I think when you look at it, um, I think there was a time and I, and I would say this, too, if I was going to look at one of the things with like Jeff Quinn specifically uh, is that he took a lot of guys that you know, maybe didn't have like, it, it was like, well, they need to gain weight. They need to get stronger. It was like, these guys aren't the biggest guys. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like in terms of yeah. like super long six, seven, whatever, like, yeah. Okay. He took Joe Alt, but he didn't take a lot of Joe Alts, you know, like, or a lot of Blake Fishers. Mm-hmm. Um, there were guys, you know, Christophic types and, and Corel types and, guys that are like kind of maxed out of where, where they can get to like, you know, Zeke Corral isn't going to, he's where he's been at, where he's at for a long time. Right. Yeah. Same with Andrew Kostovic, which I totally will say Andrew Kostovic, man, I, I just have, because I used to be one of these guys who was like, you know, taking protein shakes at like two in the morning to try to gain weight. He seems like he was a guy who really worked hard to put on the weight because mm-hmm. he does not have, the natural frame that some of these other guys do. Um, so, you know, kudos to him, but he also is just not a guy that if you look at compared to a lot of guys in the NFL, not a lot of guys in the NFL built like him. There's there's guys that are just, they're just bigger human beings and all of these guys. And I specifically, I'll shout out Augustine because if you look at him on film, you're like, man, this guy's skinny. Like he, he's pretty skinny, mm-hmm. but if you've seen him in person and I've seen him in person, he's a big dude and he's going to get a lot bigger and he's got huge hands and he's, he is going to be somebody who carries three can easy, easy, yeah. maybe three twenty, Right. Like, and it's the same thing. Like Lang is like, looks like J- young Joe Alt. Right. And yeah. street big is already a big dude. He's the most college ready size wise and probably technically technically wise just in terms of just like where his game is at he's probably the most called ready but i would say like i mean guys like black and lang i think you know have like just extremely extremely high ceilings and all of these guys can play tackle so that's the other thing all these guys can play tackle but i also don't see that some of these guys wouldn't play guard and be a good guard and maybe like start a guard and then move to tackle or something like that and that's one of those things where uh you don't want to get caught up in being like, man, this guy can only play guard or mm. he can never do this. Right. And um, I, so I, I think it, and all these guys specifically too, if I'm looking at it, 
this just shows the depth of this class in the offensive line in the 2025 class is so much better than 2024. 2024 is a very weak class overall. And Notre Dame did, I think, did really, really well getting the guys that they got in that class because it just was not – there weren't a lot of pickings. You know what I mean? It, was, it yeah. wasn't a great uh, – it wasn't a deep class. Uh, definitely not in the Midwest either, right? And and here you just got a lot of guys that I think, you know, obviously – Black and Augustine are, are out east. Black is originally from Canada. Um, Black, I just think, is is super, super underrated. I think he's going to be a super. He's going to be a very, very highly rated prospect before it's all said and done. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the highest rated prospect out of all these guys when all said and done. And I, I just really like the athleticism of the group, mm. um, just the the frame and the size of all these guys. And I think it has a chance to be, you know, if you take those four guys, it's a very good chance at least two of them are going to be studs. And and so the the importance of like they're all on campus, right? So they're all going to be together. That this is the importance of having like Deuce Knight as well. You know, yes. like he's there. The the two running back commits are going to be on campus, right? So you have you have your quarterback is there. He's pushing for everybody. You have the running backs. It's like this is what we're going to be blocking for. And then we're all here together. Like this could be our group you know, and, and you start having those conversations. Right. And, and so, and then that's, that's kind of the importance of having all these people on campus at the same time. So that's going to be something to monitor and you're going to want to, uh, to stay locked into irisportsdaily.com because there's going to be a ton of updates from this. Christian and Matt are working tirelessly on getting updates on these guys and finding out, uh, talking to them, talking to people close to them, talking to sources at Notre Dame. So that there's going to be a lot of information. So, um, Make sure to stay tuned in, irishsportsdaily.com. No better time to sign up. Um, here, let's start. I want I, we've gone 20 minutes here, and um, I'm ready to talk about Dallas Golden. All right, now, Jamie, look. All right. I, I, it takes me a long time to get into, like, the next recruiting cycle, right? Because of the way that, uh, like, the way that I am and what, you know, especially you and I do, for uh for isd is like i'm i'm very focused on on the current team and game film and you know portal guys and, and that sort of thing right so I'm, I'm very focused on that and once the bowl game ends that's when i'm that's kind of like okay like i i need to get into recruiting for the next recruiting class right so it takes me a little bit obviously there's names that i see but it's like all right people dallas golden right so but you told me when we planned for this week, you said, Hey, we're going to talk about 2025 recruiting. So the last few days I've been looking at guys. Okay. First guy I looked at was Dallas Golden. <laughs> he's, good, good person to start with. He, listen, he is the, he is the most important. I don't care if this, I don't know if this is a hot <laughs> take or what. He is the most important player in this class. Period. I do. I do. You're going to be a fan. He, this guy, he, Okay, he does everything, and when I say everything, and first of all, kudos to his coaches because they really come up with like a lot of ways to use him. He, they use him, and he's he's a he's a wildcat quarterback. He runs like inside stuff, like he's their goal line guy. They just run toss to him. They'll put him outside on just like an I formation. They run him there. They'll, They'll put him in trap slot. slot. He, he does wheel routes. He's done screen routes. Um, he plays corner. He plays safety. He's returning kicks. And and the thing is, is he does all these things, and he's amazing. He ma- Playmaker 
at all of these things. And I'm going to tell you right now, and everyone knows it's coming. Okay. They have, I asked Matt, it's like, where are the Notre Dame one? He said, corner. It, no, no, he is not your corner. You can play him at corner. He's going to, you can play him at nickel. You play him at safety. Play him on offense, Jamie. Play him on offense. He is, look, look, you get a guy like this, and it, let's, let's, I'm going to run the tape. You get a guy like this in your program, you use him in as many ways as possible. I mean, this is a true elite playmaker. Just instincts for every position. And that that's something that really stands out to me. And, like, this is what I noticed about Kyron Williams as well, is you put him, and when he was in high school, you play him at uh, safety, and he's make instinctual plays at safety. That's a football player. And that Dallas Golden here is a football player. He's got an elite name, right? So I'm I'm all in on Dallas Golden in 2025. Notre Dame needs to make this happen, Jim. Uh, well, I'm, I'm very high on him. Uh, I, I mean, I, I would agree that I think he really is one of these guys, you know, that um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not Greg where it, I'm like, uh, you know, get Kyle Hamilton, the uh, you know, the snaps on, at receiver. Yeah. But I, I definitely think that a guy like Golden, he could play offense or defense. And be a great player. Yeah. And there's not many guys that can be like that, right? Like I, I really do think that. And I'm not talking about the Travis Hunter. The Travis the Travis Hunter thing is is ridiculous. Like, like in a good way. Like, you know, that it's, it's extremely impressive that he's able to be an elite receiver at an elite corner. I think. And I, I don't know if, if Golden can quite do that, but I will say that if you know, I think one of the things is is at receiver, um, just where they're trending with receiver right now, it doesn't like you know, we don't really know how it's going to go at receiver right now for uh, yeah. Notre Dame in the 2025 class. I think that's like it's it's murky, it's murky, right? And obviously, they got a new coach there and things are working themselves out, and we got we got to see, and, and it usually ends up working itself out okay. Except for you know when Dell Alexander was here, and then it did. Yeah. But but um, it, typically it will. And uh, I I think that. But this is a guy that I I do think that you take, and you say where do you want to play, man? <laughs> because he literally could be that guy anywhere. And I personally, for me, Greg, I knew. I mean, he I do think he could play corner, but I like him at safety. I do too. Agree. I like hundred percent. Hundred percent. He's not to me. He he. You you want him as involved as possible. Yeah. You want so you want someone like him around the ball a lot more than like like Ben Morrison. Like Ben Morrison, he can go through a whole game and it's like he's not really doing anything. But that's okay because he's not supposed to be right. Like yeah. you're just not going to throw it to him. Whereas like Dallas Golden, like you look at Xavier Watts. They are going to put him around the ball. Like, there's no getting around it. You know, you want to put your best players in the position. Like, play him at nickel. Yeah, you know? I was just going to say, I, I think nickel is 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 somewhere where you could see him because he has the man coverage skills. He's got the short area quickness. This guy is a guy who could cover slots. And, I mean, I'd love to see this guy blitz and, and just be involved because yeah. I, I really think he's that kind of player where he's just – um he's just a ball player, you know, he's just a ball player and you just want to get him around the football as much as possible. Like you said. 
yeah, just special, special football player. And so, you know, listen, hopefully Notre Dame can make it happen. They 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 need guys like this in their program. You know, I mean, just just a special like he's almost like uh he's six foot Sean Crawford, you know, like just coming out of high school like sean crawford coming out of st edwards was like this guy's unbelievable it's just that he's smaller he's like five eight right yeah dallas golden six foot guy this is need guys like him in the class um another corner who's going to be on campus is mark zachary um i from ben davis i believe in uh yep. indiana uh <laughs> he's smaller stud i mean he he reminds me of um of kavari russell a little bit you know, just that like that type of player. Um, he has that type of burst. He he's like he just you watch his uh, highlight tape like he's around the ball constantly. Yeah, he's always incredible like, ball the, production. The ball is just like popping to him on fumbles, things of that nature. Uh, he's not the most physical guy. That's kind of why I compared him to Kavari because Kavari did make tackles, but it was just kind of like, hey, I need to. Um, I don't think Mark Zachary is like a super physical player. Um, but man, he's like a cut tackler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, re- re- really good football player, though. Really good corner. I really like him. Um, to me, he's like a top 100 uh, yeah. level prospect. And yeah. I, I would say that, um, you know, just as a guy like, you know, he plays a lot of off coverage as a yeah. junior. He, he played more press at, um, as a sophomore. And you could see him. He, like, this is a guy who can play press. Right. So he can play the boundary. I think he can play the field so he can play either side. Um you know, just incredible, just just short area quickness could really just kind of plan and drive on the football. And um, I, I do like him a lot. And I think that, um, yeah, like here's the, that play you're talking about where this is like, hey, well, here, here we go. But it just like <laughs> this happens for guys. It's like yeah. Xbox, right? Where you're like, yeah. oh, the ball just happened. To me. It's like those guys are in the right position for a reason, right? It just happens. Some guys just have it. Right. Where, where they can do that kind of stuff. And um, I really just like, I just like his game a lot. And to me, um, yeah, like it's, I think he's a very important guy in the class because one, you know, it's always good to get a a local guy, but he's obviously got an offer list where it's just, it's a national offer list. Mm. It's uh, um, you know, really just obviously top, uh, programs in the country or after him for a reason um and to me he just looks like a mike mickens corner you know if that yeah. kind of makes sense right yeah like he just looks like a mike mickens corner to me yeah just um it, it just uh, he's, he's fluid turns and runs and, and here's the other thing we, we the the program we used to do our pods like there's a there's a limit on how long you can run your uh how long your videos are so it's like he's got a whole like five minutes of his highlight tape is offense he's like a really good offensive player too he like there's a play in there where he's just like it shows the time of game you know and kind of the bottom left which is like really helpful uh and especially if you're watching tape uh like the you know like you're breaking down an actual game not looking at highlights it first play of the game they run a go he catches it and it's like it's 80 yard touchdown on the first play of the game right and and the thing about him and Dallas Golden, and I'm going to put on Devin Williams here in in just one second, is these guys can run like yeah, legitimately run. You know, it's it like we're not talking about like oh he's got good burst here or he has like a good three cone. Like maybe these guys have good three cones. I don't know, 
But man, if you get them out in the open, like they can accelerate to the ball. They can go get it, especially Devin Williams. Um, Devin Williams is a really good ball player, man. Here's the thing about him. Buford, Georgia guy. I can't imagine that Kirby Smart lets him get away. This this guy is like you make him a priority because he can really, really run. His ball production is good. He's a guy where it's like if they got Devin Williams and Dallas Golden in the same class, then Devin Williams is your nickel because he is the smaller guy. He, he, I could absolutely see him being like souped up Thomas Harper, you know, and just b- b- playing in that spot uh, there on offense. Like the way that he can accelerate and track down a ball offensively is special, right? He, he is a special, special football player. Let's put it up here. Um, I just like, I, I, I have a hard time comparing him to like a Notre Dame corner recently, right? He's, I think he's a better, like just kind of better athlete than, um, than Julian Love. Right, much better athlete than Julian Love. I think he's more dynamic than Troy Pride was. Um, offensively, he is just—he's yeah, just a special, special offensive player, Jamie. Um, what do you? What is your take on him? Who? Who? Who do you think is like similar to him in terms of style and ability that Notre Dame has had recently? I mean, like, probably Ben Morrison is. is yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I a little just bit think smaller terms, than Morrison. Yeah, but I would just say like just the ball skills. Where yeah. you can just see where you're like, man, this guy just knows how to win when the ball's in the air. Yeah. Right. Like, and I think you see that obviously with him on offense. You see it on defense too, right? Where um this guy just has a knack for like finishing through the catch, just um and has this there's something to I mean, Buford obviously for everyone who's kind of aware. I mean, obviously you see the ball skills there, but like yeah. for everyone is aware, it, it's a very good program in, yeah. in, in Georgia. And it's just one of those things where obviously Notre Dame's not landing a ton of kids out of there. Jake Pope, I believe was also a Buford kid mm. uh, who, yeah. you know, end up uh, going there. But it's funny because Jake Pope was also a guy who played both ways. First of all, I love when, I love when these guys, they get them to play both ways because first of all, yeah. you're helping these guys for the next level. Because being able to play receiver and get receiver skills and learn those kind of things makes you a better corner, right? Just like playing receive, just playing corner help makes you a better receiver, right? Like all these things are they're very much true, and I, I thought it was one of those things where Pope, like you know, the one thing that he was really really good at was tracking the football, and I think mm-hmm. that's the the thing too, right? Because that's what reminds me of Ben Morris too. This guy tracks the football incredibly well just when the ball is in the air he's an outfielder center fielder tracking it down and that's really kind of what it's about um yeah also another kid who worked out at notre dame right so who obviously i mean they were gonna whatever didn't matter like he's he's, his film is good enough they they i don't think they needed the validation for it but it also just it is one extra little you know uh thing to add there bonus there for for him is he's a guy who worked out at Notre Dame looked fantastic when he there obviously was a guy that Matt was able to see in person and was was incredibly impressed with um I mean it's gonna be tough 
to land him. It's yes. always tough when you're like, this guy's an elite corner out of Georgia. But I think the thing is, is that this is where you kind of want to get to where um, you're playing corner. All of a sudden, you know, Notre Dame is going to go on a run here of putting corners in the league. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, because Cam Hart's gonna, obviously going to go this year. And Ben Morrison is going to be a first-round draft pick in 2025. I mean, Christian Gray is going to play in the NFL. Yeah. Jade Mickey has a shot to play in the NFL. Uh, we'll see what happens with Micah Bell and, and, and these other guys too. But, like, it's there's a lot of talent there. There's a lot of talent there. And I think when you start doing that, it's like Notre Dame really other than – in recent years, other than Julian Love and Troy Pride, not a lot of proof of concept to say, like, man, we put these corners in the league. That's they yeah. just did it, right? They just did it. And I would say, even that, like, uh, Nick McLeod, who has you know playing in the league and was obviously a transfer to Notre Dame, um, you know, they just didn't have uh, enough guys that, that you could point to that where you could ever compete with. Georgia or Bama or Ohio state and just say there, because if those guys are, if that's what you're truly looking at, um, you're looking at, um, you know, you're looking at things where it's, you know, what's, what's my best thing to get to the league? Who, what are my best chances to get to the league? And if you look at Notre Dame and you say, well, they've only put two corners in the league in X amount of years, that's, gonna hurt you when you do a pros and cons list and they have a lot you know they have now now all of a sudden it's going to look start adding up and especially when it's recent it's just like one of the things that has totally helped notre dame linebacker recruiting is like well they got three guys who won the buckus in 10 years right like that is a very big deal you know that that is a very big Mm -hmm. deal and it helped them having manti tail helped them land jalen smith right all these things and and Having Jeremiah Wosu Koromoa help them land the next guys on the, on the list, like Jalen right. Sneed and whatever, right? And all that kind of stuff matters. And um, so you hope that maybe that's something that can help uh, with a guy like Devin Williams because, man, is he a fantastic player. And not just not just the corner piece, right? Like, obviously, like because Ben Morrison, you know, immediately comes in and he's balling against, against Marvin Harrison, right? That matters. That matters yes. a lot. He came in immediately. They get they put him on the field. He was a freshman All American, and this last year he he had another great season, right? And so people know about him. People know he's going to be a first round pick, right? You look at then then you start to look at Cam Hart and the way that he plays and how he's not giving up passes, right? And then you look at the secondary as a whole, where you have like first you have Kyle Hamilton, right? And then you have Xavier Watts, and then you go backwards, and it's like, well, actually now they also have Julian Love who's in the league now. And he was a, he, he's making a pro bowl. Right. And you have, uh, like you said, you have Nick McLeod who played at Notre Dame and then you have a little Gilman. Right. So like these guys are, you're starting to like, man, they, they put a lot of guys into the pros in the secondary. Right. And that, that matters. Right. Then you, like you said, you start building on things and then you look at Christian Gray. It's like, man, that's a, that's a good looking young guy too. You know, so it's like Notre Dame can, can develop these people. Right. And, and so that's the, Kind of like the, the juice, as, as, as I like to say. Like, there's a lot of juice about Notre Dame in their secondary. Um, Adam Blair says, 
if we can get Devin Williams, Mark Zachary, uh, Creed Thomas, and Dallas Golden, that's the best quarterback class in the nation, mark my words. Um, I, I don't think that's even controversial to say. That That's not even a hot take at all. That would be amazing. I, I can't can't see that happening. If that happens, I, I will be insufferable. Because those, I just, <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think so many of those, I think those guys are just special. You heard it here first. You Get it I done, will, Mike Mickens. We need Greg to be insufferable. I will, I will, I will be because he'll be giddy for months if this happens. Get it done, Mike Mickens. Listen, listen, and you know what? Congrats to Mike Mickens, man. Appearances matter, right? They yeah. do, and 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 the way that he has has presented. His uh, his his group. Uh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say uh, the other thing because somebody else mentioned that Nick McLeod was already developed at NC State. I, I mean, I think he was played well at NC State, but I, I personally think that his season under Mike Mickens was probably the best that he played um, mm -hmm. in college. So there's that. But I also say that Mike Mickens gets um, deservedly so the credit for guys like Sauce Gardner too, and that's always something too that. Uh, you know, Sauce Gardner, Kobe Bryant, guys who are playing in the league right yeah, now, yeah. Cincinnati developed that helps too, right? That helps too, just like how Mike Denbrock, <laughs> Mike Denbrock gets to kind of ride that uh Jaden Daniels thing for a little yeah. bit, here, right? Like, that's true, that'll happen, yeah. And so, uh, um, Adam Blair talks about uh, Ivan Taylor, Ethan Long, who are already like Ivan Taylor, top 100 safety, right. Why wouldn't why wouldn't he go to Notre Dame? They're, they're putting in great they're putting in great players in the league. They've got great players playing in uh on their football team. You know, Xavier Watts, three star wide receiver, is now wins the award for defensive player of the year in college football. Right. So those are appearances, and appearances matter, and um, they can matter to the Notre Dame football team, and they can matter to your website, Jamie, or or your or your uh, your highlight tape or anything like that. And if you want your appearance to matter and improve, then head over to vsrmediacompany.com, which is founded by Notre Dame football pregame host and Emmy Award-winning anchor Vahid Saad Razade. VSR Media provides professional and cinematic video and photo. Whether you're looking for a collegiate or pro-level highlight reel, have a personal story to tell, or are aiming to diversify and grow your business, VSR Media specializes in short and long-form video storytelling, social media management, and website design. VSR Media also captures professional headshots, senior and sports photos. Contact them at vsrmediacompany.com. Mention Iris Sports Daily to receive 20% off your first project. Visit them online or give them a call at 574-800-9106. Uh, another player I want to talk about who is going to be on campus is Damian Shanklin. He's a, uh, a Viper, I believe a Viper candidate yep. um, from in-state Indiana. Um, and he's someone that I think I, – I, I think Notre Dame, do what you can to get this player. Um, we talked about it on the last show. You can never have enough pass rushers. And this is a guy who I think projects now, Viper, could grow into big end. Um, that, that happens a lot, right, where they, it's like, oh, he's going to be a Viper. And then they grow into a big end later on. Um, but maybe he won't. But I, I think he's he's got a really good skill set, Jamie. Uh, talk to us a bit about uh, – uh, Damian Franklin, Shankly, excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I think too when you're looking at where they're at with the with the edge guys that they have in the class, um, I think some of the other guys are, you know, 
longer, have the kind of bigger frames, you know, probably uh, a little bit more traitsy in terms of just physical size. Yeah. This guy's film is a lot better. First of all, you see that violence coming down yeah. on the trap block. Yo. Uh, but, uh, I mean, great first step, big time first step, but he's just got natural pass rush ability. And you see it with just the ability to kind of just to run the hoop, to turn the corner, to finish, accelerate to the quarterback. Uh, lateral ability. Lateral ability and the ability to kind of redirect and have reactive athleticism is massive. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like it's very much like a basketball being a defender and basketball kind of thing. And people think of like yeah. DBs and stuff. But the reason why there's defensive linemen that can finish and there's others that can't is those guys, it's the guys with reactive athleticism. The spin and then, move, Jamie. Yeah, the spin move is nasty, nasty, right? Nasty. And he just has natural ability and just an understanding of, uh, you know, a guy opens up the gate while I'm going inside, right? Like, yeah. it just it's just one of these things because you just don't get it unless, unless you've done it. But there's just so many guys that just have tunnel vision when it comes to rushing the passer because you know they're always overthinking and they're thinking okay i gotta do this i gotta do this move or whatever yeah. and there's other guys who can react and do extra and finish and it's one of the reasons why tj watt is one of the greatest pass rushers you know really i mean in the nfl today but he's going to be a hall of famer too he's going to be you know one of these guys that go look back in nfl history and you're like man this guy was one of the best to ever do it and it's motor is, is huge but it's like balance and finish and acceleration and all these things that help you do that and become better. It's like where pressure turns into sacks and pressure is always a good thing, but pressure that turns into sacks is even obviously it's more huge that can flip an entire drive. Right. And so I think Shanklin's got that. And if I was going to compare him to the other guys in the class, like I, Personally, if you look at, say, um, C.J. May, who I think C.J. May has – this guy has freakish traits. He's going to be – looks like he's going to be a dude, but he's not as good of a ball player as Shanklin is. Not right now, at least. Maybe he will be later on, but Shanklin is better than him. Like, And because of that, it's like I, – I think, you know, it's one of these things where people say, like – and I don't know if I always agree with it, where they're like, well, you know – that the traits or the athleticism that sets the floor. I don't really believe that. I'm like, their floor is the ability they kind of walk in with and what they already have and what you can kind of build off of that because the ceiling is what can you do with all of these traits, right? And mm -hmm. Shanklin is already to me a guy who's going to be like a high floor kid and still high ceiling. He's still got a lot of room to grow too. I, I, I just really like him. I, I think he's an important guy in the class. It's like, like guys, some guys, when they're like pressing the passer, you see like they're thinking of a move that they want to do, right? And they're not reacting to whatever. Like there's some guys have moves in their arsenal, but they can't do them unless they're thinking of it. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it hits and sometimes it doesn't. Whereas other guys like Shanklin, seems like you're talking about, and just the way that he like reacts to things, right? It's like he can pick out his move or his movement 
based on whatever the offensive lineman does. Right. And so that's like truly having a bag, right. Where it's like, Hey, I have, I have this ability here. And, and if you're going to jump me out here, then I can spin inside or I can rip inside or I can give you a little shimmy inside. Right. Like there's always, he always has everything. It seems like in his arsenal available based on whatever the offensive line does. And that's obviously what you want, right? Like that's, that's the key to being a great pass rusher is being able to, um, you know, adjust to whatever, whatever the offense is doing. Um, CJ may, but you, you bring up, uh, will be on campus this weekend. So he'll, he will be around, um, important to get him on campus. Cause I, I feel like there's been a little rumblings around him. Like he's taking visits. I think, uh, did, did he recently go somewhere? Visitor, there was rumor. I don't know if he did or not. For sure. Yeah. So, but there's, there's stuff, you know, we're monitoring, right. That stuff we're, we're kind of monitoring there. Um, so it's good to get him back on campus, right, and just kind of solidify, like, this is why you chose Notre Dame in the first place, um, things of that nature. Um, let me just look through here. Dom Hulak is going to be on campus. He's already uh, committed to Notre Dame. Davian Dixon will be on campus. He's committed to Notre Dame. Um, we were talking a little bit about the wide receivers. Um, Elijah Burris, well, we were talking about him beforehand. He's um, – He's uh, Plaxico Burris' son. He's going to be on campus. What, what do you like about his game, Jamie? We were talking about it a little bit before. Tell the people what you like about his game. Yeah, definitely when I saw, like, Plaxico Burris' son, I was thinking, oh, this guy's going to be, like, 6'5", and going to be, like, just one of these guys who high points the football and whatever. And really, he's not yeah. that. He, he's he's a much different player. And um, – First of all, it looks like a, this is a guy who's probably learned a lot from his dad because he's got some polish to his game. Um, mm. I think he's he's a good route runner. Um, he has good quicks. He's got some ability after the catch. I know he doesn't really have like I don't I don't think he's got like a rating from a lot of places right now. But to me, he he's a four star kid. I, I think if you watch his film, he's a, he's a good player. Um, I like him. I do. I think he's like a, just an absolute elite, elite prospect. I wouldn't put it that in that, you know, kind of category, but I think he's a very good prospect. And I can totally understand why Notre Dame would offer. Um, he's just a different kind of player than I expected because he's, you know, 6'1, 190 or whatever he is. He's not 6'5, 210 or whatever that I kind of expected because plaques go burst. But you know, he got the quicks from his mama or something because he's, yeah. he's, he's, uh, I, I really, uh, I was really kind of pleasantly surprised uh, by his game. I, th I think him and B Burris and uh, McCutcheon, Dalen McCutcheon, who I like a good amount. I like the, I like Dalen McCutcheon a good amount. I think there's a, there's like a really good, um, like run after catch aspect to him. Yeah. Um, and I think Burris has that a little bit as well. And so my thing is, like, if you liked Rico Flores, then you should like these guys, you know, because I, I think I think they might have a little bit more than him in terms of just like after catch stuff. Like Rico had some had some after catch runs where it was like he ran a crosser and they didn't cover him. And so, you know, he he ran for yards. Right. I think those two guys, like you could run screens with them and they can weave yeah. through traffic and they can make plays. Right. Um, I, I like, it, like the fact that Rico was polished coming in, I, I think, I, I think Burris has similar polish to him. Yeah. You know? And so, but you do have to, I think you do have to compare that. Like you do have to find a way to get some like 
legitimate speed in the class too. Because I don't think either of those guys are like. No, they're not like you know, they're um, stretching the defense. Yeah, I, I agree with that too, and I think that's kind of that is something that if I'm looking at kind of where they're at, especially because you know if uh, if Jerome Bettis Jr. ends up in the class, he's not like a dynamic speed guy either. He's no. he is a he's a boundary guy, big bodied, good good contested catch guy. Um, I think I'm. I'm not a hundred percent sure if he's just not going to be a guy who has that much ability after the catch or the type of offense of what he's asked to do doesn't allow for it because he doesn't really like he catches the ball on comebacks and on, you know, back shoulder throws and fades Mm -hmm. and, you know, just little stop routes and whatever. He is not, like like you said with with the Flores in open space certainly too like I I mean I think if like if that was somebody different than Rico Flores or if Jane Greathouse was catching some of those because I think we saw some of Jade Greathouse when he get that room he was like yeah. took some of those to the house right like yeah um I think like the one uh you know Flores had the one sixty yard play that I'm like <laughs> it, it just looked like me and you might've had 40 on that play, right? It well, was you're just, wild. you're getting the minimum. Yes. yes. You're getting exactly what was available. Yeah. And you're always looking for someone who can get you more. And so I always think that the, the two most important things to me, and obviously contested catch, I do, do think it is valuable, but the two most important things to me when I'm looking at receivers and what they can mean, if I'm looking at like what matters in today's football in general is Ability after the catch and just flat speed. Ability to speed. separate. Ability to separate, right? Yeah. And obviously there's more to deal with it. Like there's a lot of technicalities. And if, if, you, if you're reading any like scouting reports on some of these guys, like Malik Neighbors, for example, who's yeah. out there right now, it's like, it's obviously he's more than just a, just a guy. I mean, he can fly, but it's like, you know, showing like late hands and being able to win at the catch point and, and things like that, that are, I mean, a little bit innate, but also taught and whatever. And, and, and some of that too. So there's, there's all these other things that can kind of like separate you and, and turn someone who's like really, really good into elite. Right. And, you know, those are different things. And I, I think you got to kind of get there with them, but just, they just really need, I always think you want to get two dynamic receivers in each class, two guys that you're yeah. like, man, this guy could turn a slant into 60, you know, and with, without it being like a free reign, it's like, Oh, he just got a little crease and gone. Right. Because yeah. that, those are the guys that can change a game. They can change a game. They can win you a game yeah. because of that, especially when it's tight in some of these games against the, the best teams you play. So, um, kind of looking for more of that from the receivers. And I think that like, if you're looking at like where um, things are with the receiver position, I mean, I just don't know um, how many guys that, that, that they've offered um, that they really have a great shot at that have that other than like Taylor and Taylor, who's like, that's why he's the, the guy that everybody mentions like, 
Yeah, he's right. important, right? Like they yeah. need to get involved with more of those guys. Obviously, it is early, and you got gotta kind of wait and see because you just never know if like. And it's also too one of these things where you're looking at where you're like, it's a fortunate because it's like, hey, congrats, Mike Brown, you got the job. Now get to work because you got to yeah. do it. Because I don't think like um, Chancy Sucky didn't have like didn't put Notre Dame in like, uh, and it's not that he wasn't a, a bad recruiter because I think he did a pretty good job in the, these other classes, but he didn't kind of have it set up right now for 2025 for Mike Brown to just kind of walk in and just take this over and just kind of ride along with it. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the funny thing is like the, where we see the separation and that like one cut and go, like where we see that is from, you know, Dallas golden and Mark Zachary and Devin yeah. Williams. Like those guys, those guys are, if, if you were telling me they were going to be wide receivers, I'd be like, okay. Like Devin Williams is, you know, not like big and neither is Mark Zachary, but they have that on tape. Right. And that's what you want to see yeah. from your offensive guys. I always get worried when on when I'm watching receiver film. It's like you want to see, like you said, you want to see contested catches, but I don't want to see too many because if it's all contested catches, then it's like you're not open, right? You don't want to see guys open. Guys aren't winning enough. Yeah. All that. Yeah, like yeah, you like yeah. I'd I'd like you to be open on some of these, right? Like it should be. I caught it with space, and I'm running away from you. That's what you want to see. So. Um, but we'll see how that plays out, right? Uh, we'll, we'll have to monitor that whole situation. We're going to monitor the happenings over the weekend. So you're going to want to stay locked in to irissportsdaily.com and check out for updates on, on the commits and how things are going. And, um, you know, everything from, from you know, Matt and Christian covering the junior day over the weekend. So uh, we're going to end it there. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, please subscribe to this channel if you haven't done so already. A lot of people who are regular I could be talking to you. Uh, 120 some odd people in the chat right now are in uh, watching the show. If you're someone who is, is a regular and always watching our stuff, but you haven't subscribed to the channel, please do so right now. It's very easy to do. It's free to do, right? And it helps out the channel a lot. Another thing that helps out the channel and our stuff is liking this video and liking whatever video you're turned into. That would be great too. Uh, hit the notification bell so you know whatever it is we are going live. Have a good weekend, everyone. Big weekend for uh, the NFL and playoff games and that sort of thing. So uh, enjoy that. We will talk to you next week, probably a junior day recap and find out how everything's going with the recruits. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Keep hitting and hustling.